The Hartford understands protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-size companies like yours to help manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at thehartford.com. Meet Gary. Gary's about to become an Einstein in an instant. Whoa, Einstein hair. I like it. That's right, Gary, because you're using Salesforce powered by Einstein AI to connect data, predict business trends, generate personalized content, and wow customers. I do feel a lot smarter. Because you're not just Gary anymore. You're Gary, empowered by Einstein AI. Did you hear that, team? I'm an Einstein. Oh, can I get a selfie? The number one AI CRM. Now everyone's an Einstein with Salesforce. Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. We are live from the Bloomberg Interactive Brokers Studio. And what conservative revolution? It seems Chief Justice John Roberts is leaning left lately. Joining us from our Bloomberg 99.1 studio in the nation's capital is Bloomberg News Supreme Court reporter Greg Store. Greg, what's this all about? Well, there's an unmistakable pattern now, and I, I don't want to make too much out of this, but the Chief Justice has been repeatedly joining with the liberal wing, not always, but in many occasions, uh, typically doing something narrow or procedural, uh, but at a minimum, he is um, uh, putting the brakes on, let's say, uh, in, a, in a sharp uh, turn to the right now that Brett Kavanaugh is on the court. Is he following his true conservative compass or is he thinking about his legacy? Yeah, it may be uh, uh, you know, some of both going on here. Um, it, it is, again, important not to make too much out of this. Uh, we haven't seen, for example— uh, what he will do when he's actually having to decide, say, an abortion case on the merits. A couple weeks ago, he did join the liberals in blocking a Louisiana law that would have required uh, hosp- uh, abortion doctors who perform abortions to get admitting privileges at a local hospital. That law is, is almost identical to a Texas law he voted against a couple years ago. The court may end up taking up that case on the merits next term. The fact that the chief joined the liberals in in not letting it take effect right now uh, is is very interesting, um, and it may mean something for what he's going to say on the merits, but it might not. And those conservative instincts that you talked about uh, may end up being what carries the day when he actually has to decide that case. I wonder, in the history of the Supreme Court, is there any, uh, for lack of a better word, precedent for this uh, where uh, justice has has sort of uh, swung one way or the other to uh, prevent the court from going too far in either direction? There are certainly, Bob, there, there are certainly plenty of, of precedents for justices who have uh, uh, turned uh, one direction or another, mostly left once they've joined the court and proven more liberal than we thought they were going to be or that people thought they were going to be uh, at the time. Well, they about court. Earl Warren, right? Sure. <laughs> Earl Warren, one, yeah. David Souter, Harry Blackman, John Paul Stevens. I mean, the list is, is quite long if you're looking at Republican appointees who ended up being uh, fairly liberal. Uh, in this case, uh, you know, John Roberts, you know, he's been on the court 
for since since 2005, and he's established himself as a pretty you know a solidly conservative guy, uh, you know, in in the vast majority of, of cases. But he's also somebody who cares a lot about the court's institutional reputation, and and he's made pretty clear that he doesn't want the court looking like a partisan institution. He's he's very sensitive to the idea that uh, people might perceive this court as being now kind of a tool of the Republican Party, uh, you know, siding with with the administration reflexively. And so, uh, you know, this may just be his way of slowing things down uh, and saying we are not automatically, just because we tend to be a bit more conservative, uh, we're not automatically going to uh, go for the conservative result in every case and, and, and certainly not siding with the Trump administration in every case. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do. That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Well, this, this court has uh, sort of tried to avoid or, or duck uh, some of the more contentious issues perhaps to stay out of politics yeah that's <laughs> that's a really interesting point uh, you know one pattern of this term the first full term the first term with Brett Kavanaugh on it is that that the court has really deferred a lot of issues so there are some some pending appeals involving things like the DACA program the deferred deportation program that that President Trump is trying to eliminate there's a uh, several appeals on the question of whether uh, the, the federal job discrimination law, Title VII, covers sexual orientation and gender identity. And the court has deferred acting on those. Uh, they, If they take up those cases, it won't be until next term, uh, you know, so, you know, and the chief justice seems to be behind at least some of that, kicking issues down the road rather than confronting them right away. Is Kavanaugh voting on decisions as as expected? Um, he he is he he's sort of so far and again it's very early with him uh, kind of straddling uh, the, the camps of sometimes he goes with Roberts and and even along with the liberals there were a couple decisions this week opinions this week one of which he went with uh, that group in a six to three decision um, and sometimes he he votes with the the more conservative block of justices Thomas uh, and Gorsuch and Alito. Uh, again, it's still very early to see. Um, uh, you know, we really don't know what kind of justice he's going to be yet. But for the time being, he is sort of in the center right of the court. If we were going to try to uh, to prove that uh, Justice uh, Roberts is shifting left, is there any case ahead that would sort of be a test case we could we could be watching? There are a couple big cases, probably the two biggest cases of this term have yet to be argued. Uh, one involves, uh, there's actually two of them, but it's, it's basically one issue involving partisan gerrymandering, which is an issue the court has had before, and whether uh, uh, partisan gerrymanders can be challenged in court. 
Uh, that's an issue where we saw a partisan divide before, or, or an ideological divide, excuse me, before, where the conservatives uh, generally don't like to, to, to let gerrymanders be challenged. So that's a big one. And then the second one is this case involving whether the Trump administration can, Trump administration can add a question about citizenship to the census. Again, that's going to be an ideological divide. Um, and at this point, it's, it's really anybody's guess how the chief justice might vote in that case. I want to shift gears and make sure we ask about uh, Justice Ginsburg for a moment. Um, she just returned uh, to the court after some health challenges. How's she doing? You know, she seems to be, you know, going full steam again, uh, every bit as much engaged um, uh, as she was before the, the cancer surgery that she had late last year. Um, when she came back to the court after being being away for a couple months, uh, at the very first opportunity, she had an opinion to, to deliver, making clear that she had been working uh, while she was uh, recuperating. Uh, she's about to turn 86. Uh, I think it's two weeks from today. She turns 86, but no indications right now that she's slowing down. Not that she would signal anything, but no indication that uh, there are any plans for her to to retire. No, and, and, you know, she has used that phrase, full steam. She said she will keep doing this job as long as she can do it full steam. Uh, she did uh, miss a round of arguments, but, uh, you know, is now back and seems to be going full steam. And so uh, I, I, it's hard to imagine that she I, will... Uh, that she will retire anytime soon. I watched the documentary. She can do more push-ups than me. <laughs> <laughs> she can do push-ups. She can do squats. And, uh, uh, yeah, she is, um, uh, you know, by all indications, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> a, a, a woman who, who can do an awful lot of stuff both physically and, and, and mentally at this stage. That wouldn't be saying much for me, though. <laughs> <laughs> Bloomberg News, Supreme Court reporter Greg Storr. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. The Hartford understands protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-size companies like yours to help manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at thehartford.com. Johann Schmiegel, you've got the world's highest IQ. Yes, 247. Wow. Did you know that thanks to Salesforce with Einstein AI, everyone's smarter? Now everyone's an Einstein, just like you. But I'm the smartest. Not anymore. With connected data and trusted AI, everyone can give customers experiences they've only dreamed of. Oh, look, here's a few Einsteins now. Hey, hi. Hola, amigo. Everyone's an Einstein? It's okay, Johan. Let it happen. The number one AI CRM. Now everyone's an Einstein with Salesforce.